We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I am pretty much a sports genius. What's hey, up guys, with- I'm Eddie. Oh, I know the goodness. least about sports. Go. Go ahead, do it, do it, do it. Hey, guys, it's Eddie. I know the least about sports. I just like watching the games. I really don't know that much, but I'm getting better. Nice. Ray, what no, about you? Now do me, dude. Hey, what's up? I'm Ray. Yo, bros. Uh, I'm the I'm a gambler. You know, I like to bet money and stuff. And sometimes I win, sometimes I don't. But most of the time, I'm going to supply you with the lock of the day. So lock it up. That was pretty good. Thanks. That's that was not bad. Good. Thank you. Thank you. That's not bad. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, we like to start the game. Start the podcast with a game. You guys ready to play? Uh, Would you Would you rather eat a pack of Starburst or a pack of Skittles? Easy. Starburst and the pink ones. Mm, if it's not red or pink, I don't want it. The red ones and the oranges, you can keep them. Uh, not the red ones, the orange and the yellow ones, keep them. Pink and red, that's the way to go. And I believe it's the Fruit Loops. They said that those all taste the exact same. Correct. Science has proven that regardless of the color, they taste the same. But with Starburst and with Skittles, they do taste different, correct? Correct. Okay. So with the Skittles, I always think that you don't get really a bad flavor. For the most part, they're all really good. And maybe it's because the Starburst are bigger. But when you get a yellow Starburst, that is horrible. Yeah. I can easily do a yellow Skittle, even though I don't love yellow. But a yellow Starburst, I can't tell you the... Amount of candy I wasted You're as a kid. You're thinking about the candy right now. Oh, You're dude, solid. I always just threw them away all the time. Uh, yellow, and sometimes I'd even venture out into the orange and throw those away too. Would yeah, I you? don't. I don't get Starburst at all. I don't understand why people like them. They're not good. They are just they're a little bit hard. And you got to chew them forever. Just to, it's annoying. Like a Skittle is so much better and so much easier to eat. And it tastes better. And the variety of Skittles that you can get, you can get the tropical, the the blue, light blue pack, the purple pack. Skittles wins hands There's down. There's a sour pack now, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you guys separate your Skittles, though? Do you eat like, oh, let me just have a bunch of yellows first, or let me just have a bunch of red ones first, or do you just put them, get them all in your hand and then put them, throw them in your mouth? No, I just pour them in my hand. I don't have time to search through them. I'm not that picky. Like, I'm not an OCD person that only can eat green, can only eat red. Yeah, like well, that. I didn't know if you liked the certain flavor of the Skittle, though. No, I, I like the I like the rainbow. Like the, you put you it like in your the mouth. Skittles yeah, rainbow. Exactly. You put it in your mouth, and it's like, whoo, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty tamed would you rather. No, I, but I do love a would you rather from something I did 15 years ago. I haven't had a Skittle in my adult life. Really? I don't think so. Dude, when are you at a Walgreens or a CVS and you go, man, I need a bag of Skittles. No, you're kind of right. But <laughs> That's when, true. Uh, the only time you would have them is Halloween, Skittles okay. and Starburst. Do you ever go to the the CVS or the Walgreens? Man, you know what? I'm thinking I'm going to grab me a thing of Starburst for the road. No, when you're on a road trip, you're getting a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup or a Kit Kat. No one ever says. Mm. Chocolate on the road trip is pretty risky, though. I mean, because you're driving and you you drop a, butter, a peanut butter cup and you're like, oh, I got chocolate all over my pants and the seat. It's risky. No, who drops a peanut butter cup? They're really easy to handle. It's not like there's a lot of them where you're going to be transferring. You have to take the wrapper off of the cup. That's hard. With one hand, if you're driving, like you got to, the cup has the wrapper. See, most people don't realize you open the big wrapper and then the bottom of the cup, you got the plastic part that you got to take off of. That's tricky. Mm-hmm. No, not tricky at all, but that's what I'm saying. Like you don't ever grab Starburst. and be, Starburst would be even harder to take on a road trip. My go-to road trip candy is uh, Sweet Tarts. What? It's the roll of Who sweet tarts. Who buys? Th- those are another Halloween candy only. That's the only thing you get on Halloween. You're like, okay, great, sweet tarts. No one actually buys sweet tarts. Well, you're looking at one right now. I buy sweet tarts. I buy the roll, and then when I'm, when I'm driving, I tear the top off, put one in my mouth, go down the road, travel about ten miles, pop another one in my mouth. I do that the whole way. Interesting. Yeah. You're talking about the little clear plastic tubes. No, no, no. The foil, the long foil tubes. Are you talking about sprees? Sweet tarts. Sweet and tart. Huh. You've never seen these before? It's like a roll of 20 little pellets. I don't know how you can eat candy, though, on a road trip. The reason I never eat this candy is because doesn't it ruin your next meal? No, not really. Dude, when I'm on a road trip, the next thing I'm thinking is, okay, stopping for lunch, cannot wait to go ahead and get those cheeseburgers. I'm going to get like three of them. But the candy's going to totally sour your next 
what do you eat next? When you're road tripping, you don't have a lot of food options, right? You got McDonald's, the go-to, sometimes the Taco Bell, a lot of Subways. What's your go-to road trip? Chick-fil-A. It's easy. Arby's. But Chick-fil-A is Chick-fil-A is easy. Coach, sometimes Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is like a, every hundred miles. It's Chick-fil-A. not even in a lot of states. Chick-fil-A. Coach. What are you going? Do you on a road trip? Do you stop in at an airport? <laughs> I hate to tell you, Chick-fil-A is in every city. Well, what nowadays. if it's Sunday? No, it's not. Hey, no, no. Every hey, you know, McDonald's hey, is in every city and hey, every town now. What do you say? What if you're traveling on Sunday? What if you're on Sunday? You just dude? don't eat, dude. Uh, no Sunday. Uh, hello, I'm waiting here in the drive drive through, dude. If you're traveling and road tripping on a Sunday, you're, you're screwed. screwed. <laughs> no, you really are. You just have to pick something that's around. You don't have a go to on Sunday, then that's the problem. But whenever I'm road tripping. I, if it's not Sunday, every it's it's Chick Fil A. That's where I stop. So you got to look for the Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. That's very scarce. I nah, mean, it's not I'm, really. It is major cities. Every major city has a Chick Fil A. Okay, but you're not traveling. I'm talking about like when you got to stop in Paducah. Like but I, I don't. But, I, I plan my stops out. Like if I can go two hours in between a big city and a small city, I can make it to the big city. I know leaving I Nashville. I can get to Louisville or I can get to Memphis. I got you. That'll change when you when your kid gets older. But ah. I, I get it. I get it. Because when your kids get older, I mean, literally, you pack the car and you're like, all right, everybody good? You go to the restroom? Yep, we're good. We go 30 minutes down the road. Man, I'm hungry. Oh, that's a buzzkill. You don't like snacks in the car? We do. We do. And then it's like, here, here's the Cheez-Its. Well, that's not really a good snack. 15 minutes later, I'm hungry. Dude, my chick, we went to Chicago seven hours. I didn't stop once. That's what I'm saying. My chick was like, I seriously have to go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh, it's been seven hours. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I drove from Nashville to Austin and I stopped one time. On the other side of Little Rock, got gas, stopped at the Chick-fil-A, let the dogs go to the bathroom, back in the car, let's go. Straight to Austin. I have, only ten, stop. I have a 10-year-old, and I haven't experienced what you guys are talking about in 10 years. Oh, dude, it's an like, amazing feeling. I, but I, I he, remember that feeling, and I remember that feeling of freedom and get to stop whenever I want to stop. But when he has to go to the bathroom only, don't you just pull over on the side of the road? I've done it before. Okay. Yeah, but sometimes my wife has to go. like Side it, of the road. It, Oh yeah, back in the day, parents never yeah, went for gas stations. Yeah, we never went to gas stations. We oh, dude, my dad would just pull over onto like a two yeah. track. I'm like, go in the bathroom on some place I don't even know where I'm at in the weeds. I'm like, Dad, can't we just find yeah, a bathroom? Well, back in the day, you can drink and drive. Like, you could? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think it was legal, but I mean, back in back in the day, you can drive without a seatbelt. Oh. Well, you still can. <laughs> you can. I guess you dude, can do whatever. We you want. were yeah. we were on a school trip, and the school bus pulled off at the side of the road, and the kids went to the bathroom on the side of the road. We didn't even find a gas station or a rest oh, area. Oh, we were driving mm-hmm. to shoot. <laughs> All right, come on. Where did the girls go? <laughs> Left side, boys right on the right side. Hey, boys, don't look to the right. The girls are over there. What? <laughs> I just saw Jimmy's lizard. Whoa, oh boy. <laughs> like, we were driving to Chicago one time when we were kids, and the Mississippi had flooded, and so in St. Louis, we had just crossed over the bridge, into, and uh, there was a flood, and there was a dog running on the side of the road. Like, we tried to pull over and get it, and we were like, oh, might as well go to the bathroom. And we went to the bathroom on the side of the road that night, in the hotel room, we had ticks on us. Oh. Yeah. In, in your area? Like the bad uh, area? My brother had one in his area. Ooh. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't have to go get it. My parents had to get it. That's always weird to me. I found a tick on me the other day, and I'm like, how did it get there? Like, it's not like I laid in the grass. But, Coach, you, you stood on the in, grass. You live in a wooded area. You have a campground two blocks from where you live. <laughs> Eddie went camping that one time, and I went and met him, and I go, dude, where is your house at? And it was like two blocks away. I was like... <laughs> Dude, where Eddie was camping at, you could see another guy's porch. Well, the lake the <laughs> lake is kind of in neighborhooded areas, so if you want to go camping, you can. It's really not rough in it because there's a convenience store like really two blocks away. Dude, and we're sitting there, and it's dark out, and you could see somebody's light from their house. We thought it was the moon or something yeah. like that. Like if you're out looking for firewood and you take 10 steps more than you should, you're in someone's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, I love the great outdoors. Not so far, son. Get back here. That's somebody's backyard. Uh, speaking of backyard, Texans, they didn't let Miami come in their backyard and beat them. They Dude, sure Os Willie isn't going to have a good game. That was a guarantee. The re- the way that Eddie said they get seven and a half, that was the dumbest bet ever. Well, I mean, it looked it all the way up to the third quarter, and then the Texans just took off. I mean, I felt like it was, especially at the half, you know, it was a pretty good game back and forth. I felt like the Dolphins, their offense was a lot more powerful than I thought they would be. I didn't think Osweiler would have a passing game the way he did with with uh, Devontae Parker. Um, I mean, they looked okay. But Oswillie's not good. It, it, both defenses sucked. What I, what I saw, both defenses were terrible, and the Texans just outscored the Dolphins, really. By a lot. They beat them by like 20. That's an amazing lock for the opposite way. We, we hit that lock on the opposite side of it. Second half, man, it was just 
and most drives didn't go more than two plays. It was just bomb. Touchdown. Love Drake. it. That's what we want. When we sit home at night after a day of work, I don't want to see defenses battle it out. Um, I, I thought, um, man, what is wrong with the, the, the Houston Texans in the beginning of the year is I think Deshaun Watson wasn't 100% healthy. I think coming back from the ACL, A, it's a mental thing to get over, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he was there all physically. And now I think you're seeing it after you know seven, eight weeks of the season. He's starting to look good. Because when start- he played against the Titans, he wasn't doing his runs. He was almost one-dimensional. Usually he's a running quarterback. And, he was, and, and the offensive line has improved a little bit. I don't think he got sacked one time last night, which is the, the problem in the beginning of the year. He was getting sacked all the time, and I think a little bit of that was his mobility was limited, so he couldn't escape the rush. Last night, they would get, they would get to him, but he'd get outside the pocket, run around, hit Take the wide for, receiver. Yeah. Uh, and their running game. Lamar Miller's been terrible, but the last two weeks, he's got 100 yards, each week, over 100 yards, both weeks. Yeah. They're starting to run the ball. The only, now, they lost Will Fuller. They think uh, he, they, he tore his ACL. Wow. Is it Will Fuller the fourth? Yeah, the fourth. Yeah, the fourth. Poor dude. He gets hurt every year. One V. He gets yeah. hurt every year. And if you guys watched last night, I hope you were watching because you got to watch the best wide receiver in the National Football League. Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver. Yeah, I some there was an article that said he has the best hands in the NFL. I mean, hands he down. does not drop a pass. Like if it's near him, he catches it. Last night there was one that they called offensive pass interference, whatever. He went up one-handed and caught it against his left hamstring. Unbelievable. Dude is so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's because uh, Watson ain't hitting his guys perfectly or what? Well, no, no, no. It was a good throw. Okay. I mean, because the defender's right on him. So he just went up, one hand, tipped it, went down, and pin- pinned it against his left hamstring. And then they called it back because of offensive pass interference. But even the announcer's like, ah, I don't know if I'd call that. They were both hand fighting. And it was just his hands. And I've said this. He, he's had terrible quarterbacks. for so Like, he's played with nine different quarterbacks, I think they said. Wow. Nine. And he puts up those types of numbers. He doesn't have the same chemistry that all the Andy Dalton to A.J. Green, Matt Ryan to Julio Jones, the same quarterback, same system over and over. He's adjusting to new quarterbacks every year, and that is why I think he's the best wide receiver in football, and I love watching him play. And well, he's happy. To- like Halfway through the th- third quarter, he had maybe two, three catches, eight, ten yards, and he's not mad. He's not out there pouting and yelling at his quarterback. He's celebrating when Will Fuller scores a big touchdown. He's running down, high-fiving. That's the kind of guy I want on my team. Julio Jones does that, too. Yes. He talks about how he doesn't care how many touchdowns he has or what his stats are as long as the team wins, right? Right, and I texted my buddy last night. I was like, DeAndre Hopkins, best wide receiver in football. And he was like, and he said, oh, I think Antonio Brown's close. I said, he's in the conversation. I said, And he goes, don't even say Julio Jones. He doesn't score touchdowns. And I'm going to say... For him to say that, he must be a bitter fantasy player. For he must sure. have Julio Jones on his team. Because Julio Jones not scoring touchdowns, it's not necessarily his fault. It's the play calling maybe in the red zone or how the defense is scheming. If the Falcons are scoring touchdowns and he gets them down there, it doesn't make him a bad wide receiver. Unless you're a quarterback, if you're not getting touchdowns, I mean, that's just the play calling and stuff right. like that. I mean, maybe blame it on yourself if it's something this way, something that way. But for the most part, you don't determine the touchdowns. Right. If they don't give you the ball in the red zone, you're not going to get many right. touchdowns. If you're getting triple covered, is that does that make you a bad wide receiver? Or does that make you a good wide receiver? Good. I would say it makes you a really good wide receiver. Yeah. And then the Dolphins coach last night, Adam Gase, I just want to know what you're thinking. So they score a touchdown, to, and they get it within eight. So they're eight down eight points. They try to surprise onside kick. In what quarter? This is the third. Third quarter. Little early, boys. Real early. So <laughs> you think they don't get it? Okay, they the Texans recover, whatever. So then in the fourth quarter, they're down by fifteen points with nine, nine and a half minutes to go. Fourth and four on the Texans' thirty-eight yard line. You're gonna go for it, right? You got to. You're down two scores. Yeah, you're it's down two scores. It's the game. Now he lines up, kicks a field goal to get it within twelve. Like, what? Why would you do that? If you're if you're gonna go kick the onside kick in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, why are you not going for fourth and four? What does getting within twelve do? So, what's the point of doing the onside kick in the third quarter, though? Just catch them off sides, dude. Like, get crazy with it. Yeah, man. catch them off guard, and you recover it, and you can hopefully tie the game. 
Dude, you're gonna, some of these teams that aren't amazing have to do these little rinky-dink things. Like, one time the Titans, randomly in the first or second quarter, did some fake punt, dude, on their own 20. Like, game would have been over and they scored a touchdown. They're you know, so desperate. The teams that aren't amazing have to do some desperate. They're so desperate at that point that they think an, on, uh, an onside kick in the third quarter is going to work. Yeah, dude. I mean, what it do they could have? work, I What if they I said mean, it's like a 5%, 10% chance probably. of hitting? So that's one of those when you go onto the roulette wheel and you put 100 down on one number or you put a 25 chip on one number. That's such a dumb, desperate move. Sometimes it's, it hits, though. It's, I don't know if it's desperate. It's just sort of... Oh, it's desperate. That it's is trying desperate. to catch them off guard because like, yeah. you're not expecting it. In the fourth quarter, when you're down by eight and there's four minutes left, they know an onside kick is coming, sure. so they're prepared for it. So usually you you hope they're going to have a mental lapse and the, guy, the, front, the front line of defense, whatever, receiving team, I don't know what you call them, the up people, you're hoping up they're going to take the step back and go yeah. like, get in position to block immediately because they're not thinking onside kick. Like the Saints, when they were in the Super Bowl, they started. They were down ten six at half. They what, what started Super Bowl the second half? About? I remember this. Yes, they they didn't. They surprised everybody. Onside kick, and they recovered it. I just felt like it was early in the game. You can be play a standard game and still win that game at that point. You know what I mean? Right, like, but I, but it's sort of like a trick play. I get it. Sort of like the Danny Amendola uh, touchdown pass. You try to catch them off guard. You yeah. try to do something. You surprise them with stuff, and that's it's like a fake punt. Sometimes it's out of desperation. You're not moving the ball. You're just getting killed, so you try something. But some of it is just trying to keep them off guard, or you see something. Maybe you saw something on tape where they line up a certain way, and if you see that certain look, okay, you know that that's automatically an onside that, kick. That certain look that you just need a lucky bounce. Every onside kick that's happened has not been how the defense is set up, has been a lucky-ass bounce. And are these onside kickers, are the kickers getting worse at onside kicks, or do people just not get them anymore? Well, I, have, I don't know if I've seen one completed in a while. They changed the rules, that might so be you it can't then. have a certain amount of people. You, okay, can't, get well a, then, there you, you go. can't get a running start on the defense or anything, so you it's harder to get the onside kick, yes. Dude, there you go. That explains it, because I have not seen an onside kick in the longest time. They used to. Oh, I've seen them. I just haven't seen them work. Dude, at one point, I swear, I turn on sports and it's like, onside kick. Oh, wait, did you see this? Onside kick! Now there's nothing. If you try an onside kick, you're desperate, and you're not ever going to complete it, and you look gross. There have been a few like last-minute games here in the past couple weeks in the NFL where they've had onside kicks. Were they they're even just, close? They're just not, they're just not working. Well, yeah, because that's when they know they're coming. It's harder yeah. when they know it's coming. That's why you try to catch them by surprise. I mean, it, it fooled me. I f- well, that's just, what I'm saying. Just watching it, I thought the ball was coming backwards. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what, what happened? Just I, watching it. I was just think I was expecting a regular kickoff, and then all of a sudden, it just looks like it takes that. You know, it hits the top of the ball, it takes that one hop. All of a sudden, I'm like, whoa! It looked on the camera like it was going behind the camera. It freaked me out. I'm like, what is happening? Really? Onside kick now? Like, what is going on? And then I was like, okay, I get and it. And just and props to the Texans. They were ready for it. They, they, I mean, that guy held his spot. Quick. He caught it, boom, recovered. But yeah, so Adam Gates, I just don't understand. I don't know if he came on to explain it in, in his press conference, but it just makes you look like, what are you doing? Like, you have no idea what you're doing as a head football coach. If you're down by 15, you got to score two touchdowns, you kick a field goal. You still need two possessions, so what's the difference? Oh, as a coach, though, you just blame it on the, what is it, offensive coordinator or somebody? Special teams wanted to do it. They never do that. You can put it off on somebody else. The they head never... coach makes all the final decisions. Oh, he does? You can't blame anybody. I would just be like, man, special teams coordinator ended up talking me into it. Yeah, dumb idea. Well, now, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does he, does he make the decision or does he just approve it? No, the, the head the, coach, if you're going to go for it, the head coach says go for it. Okay. Dude, if I was a head coach, no. I would pass the buck on everything. Hey, man, what happened to you guys' defense? You guys gave up 50? What, what happened there? Uh, I don't know. Defensive coordinator will be next. Any more questions? Next one? Um, Yeah, your quarterback. He looked like he didn't have any good play call. That would be play calling department. Uh, any other questions? <laughs> um, Yeah, you guys ended play up. Play calling you, department. You guys ended up getting rid of your timeouts and you didn't have timeouts at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, so anyways. That would be uh, the timeout department. Timeout department. Any, anything else? Guys? Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I'll see you next week. Let's go. Let's let's go, team. <laughs> so you, Coach, you, you have so many different blame. Dude, blame you have so everyone. many different departments you can blame it on. Like, it's, it's a beautiful That'd thing. That would be human resources. No, but, no guys do it, but I would blame it on everybody else. Um, what were you asking about the quarterback? I don't know. Ask him. Uh, next question. <laughs> I mean, coach, as the head coach, you got no response. So the head coach is out. Eddie comes to the microphone. So Eddie, you uh, locked up the Dolphins. You said uh, slam the door that plus seven half would cover last night. And uh, I followed your advice. I bet fifty dollars online. Is there anything you'd like to say to me? Uh, yeah, that's the thing about gambling. You know, uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and so uh, you just have to make up your money somehow. You want to double up another bet? Go for it. I'll have another lock today after the show. Boo.
What do you uh, want? What 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 was it in the Dolphins that you saw that you thought they could be within seven and a half of the Houston Texans? Did you watch the Dolphins in the first half of the game? That's what I saw in the Dolphins. I saw good offense. I saw a terrible defense defensive game, and I thought they were just going to at least keep up with the Texans. But the Texans took off in the fourth quarter. My bad. Did you bet your own lock? I did, and I <laughs> lost it. I, I had a parlay. It, I, it, I, I, I lost it. all my 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 four my four way parlay. I had the te- I had the Dolphins plus a seven and a half, and I had the game under forty four. Okay, so you missed both of those. So well, that's that a good those, night for you. So I don't even know what I had for the. You should have just went the opposite of all your picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just whatever your gut was telling you, you should have done. All- hey, it was a rough night. It happens. That's gambling. That's gambling. Can I know? address my lock as well? Yeah. Well, we were going to move on to that. I I, I watched uh, the um, I, I stayed up and watched the entire Lakers Nuggets game. I did too. And let me tell you, it's a good game. Yeah. If the NBA is going to be this competitive all season, we are in for a great NBA season. We are only four or five games in, some teams four or five. It has been competitive, really good games, back and forth. And I I don't usually watch a lot of NBA this early because it's like, okay, usually it's a 15-point blowout. The games have been really good. I'm different on NBA and MLB. I cannot watch regular season baseball. Dude, I love regular season NBA. A Friday night watching NBA game? Dude, give me that over most anything. You guys were bashing the Lakers. They were 0-3. The Lakers are now 2-3. They back. They back. They they beat the Nuggets, who were undefeated. Both of you guys. I never said anything. You guys said they were going to be terrible. Yeah, just, I'm going to pull back a little bit on my bashing. When you guys talk about NBA, I sit back because I hadn't watched a lot of games. Now I've watched a couple of Lakers And let me tell you, what I saw from the Lakers, they play hard. They hustle. And they, and I, Lonzo Ball, he is in your face on defense. Is he really? I like, he was picking your face? up. He yeah yeah the TV he'll come into the camera really? and guard the camera no yes crap. he's yes. in my face in your living room and like he was picking up I've full... never seen a defender do that before it's, Pretty it's, it's a good strategy <laughs> I mean he's picking up full court last night and his shot looks better he did, hit a, ju- a step back three and I was like okay Lonzo Ball last year you wanted him to shoot it he was draining some shots last night and he was moving the ball I like they're I mean they're not top of the level but they. They're a pesky little team. They're going to be good. I want them to be good. I, I did also want to be right that they'd be 0 and 7. That would have been me like, yeah, see, look at me now. But I like that they're good. The Lakers are cool. When the dude. NBA wants them hey, to be good. No, NBA, the Lakers, yeah, the NBA wants them to be good. Yeah, because, you, you want to know what teams they're showing every Saturday night? The Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Saturday night, every night. It's LeBron James. You're gonna no matter what team LeBron James is, you're gonna put it on na- put him on national TV. Are the Cavs ever gonna be on ESPN I mean, again? Good, Cavs are terrible. <laughs> Goodbye Seinfeld and Friends episodes. Like they're done. They're gonna be putting NBA on TNT every night. And so yeah, I, I like what I saw. The, the only problem is their bench is a little weak. When their their second unit comes in, it's like how are they going to score points? And Lance Stevenson came off the bench last night in the fourth quarter, and he he shake and bake, shake and bake, really? fella. Oh man, fella, Did you just call him fella. Yeah, I said yeah. Sh- shake and bake, fellas. <laughs> I mean, he step back three, crossover, ooh, dance three, and then he had a a, a le- awesome. Pass to LeBron James that, for the dunk. That's what I was going to say. I, I noticed a lot of good passing from the Lakers. Like a lot of good trick passes, fake looking the other way, passing it un, behind the back. I saw a lot of good communication done by the Lakers, and they looked like a team last night. Well, then that's all LeBron because in past years, the Lakers have just been, man, you want the ball, do something cool, here you go, boom, take the ball. The one guy takes the ball. Then the next You t- expect they ne- to see LeBron doing all the action, and last night it was everyone. Dude, if they're playing as a team, then that's all LeBron. That's not coaching, that's not anything. I agree with you, right? Well, you're wrong. Aww. First of all, oh. uh, they were better last year. If you watched him, Lonzo Ball can he he has he right. has great he, vision. He's great a great assist vision. guy. I yeah, that's what that. I'm saying. So they passed the ball, and they they were back cutting last night. They were moving off the ball, and Josh Hart, unheralded guy, he's good. He's good. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. He played at um, Villanova. He played. Okay. For, yes, he's a good little. I guess you call him a two guard. And what you say, unheralded? Yeah, he he doesn't get a lot of love, but he is going to be good. Like this is his second year, and he's going to be really good. Is he lefty or no? No, I'm thinking of the other guy, Brunson. Yeah, Jalen Brunson. Yeah, is uh, he in the NBA? Yeah, I don't know who he got drafted by, but I know he's in the NBA. I haven't seen him play yet. And Javel McGee, he used to be the hmm. laughing stock of the NBA. Still is. Shaq, I mean, he looks so funny to me. Shaq used to just bash on him oh, yeah. and bash on him. And JaVel McGee's mom would get upset with Shaq because <laughs> uh, on TNT he would just make fun of JaVel McGee. Because of the way he looks. 
No, because he, he was, never scores points. He was terrible. And he was okay. collecting championships, and okay. he's not any good. He was just a goofball. Yeah. He plays good. Uh, he's a solid contributor. He's yeah, back-to-back he nights. He scored over 20 points for the Lakers, rebounding, playing some defense. They're, they're, they're building. They're building. The Lakers are building. I mean, we're only five games in. They're building. When you say building, you mean building for this season? Oh, or yeah. Build- so they're going to be in the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah. No, Six, no coach, you didn't say teams that. Make it. I said they'd make the playoffs. No, you didn't. Yeah, you did, did not. At the no, very beginning of the season, you, said you, you did not. I said they're just not going to make a push towards the Warriors. No, I, stop. I, I, even I said it's going to take two years to build this team. Dude, the only team that's not going to make the playoffs is like the – who's a bad team real quick? Magic? What do you mean the only team There's like one team to. in the NBA that doesn't make the playoffs. Everybody else makes the playoffs. If you're horrible, you don't make the playoffs. If you're decent, you make the playoffs. Half the teams make the playoffs. Eight teams from each conference. It's not like that in any other sport. But you guys at the beginning of the season did say the Lakers would not make the playoffs. Correct. So let's relax. But you can change your opinion. That's the whole thing. We nope. come on here and we say, hey, we thought this. You see, once you start seeing stuff with your eyes, hey, something's different. Last night, Ray said, Lock it up over 130 or 236 and a half. And Ray, what happened? It ended up going 235. Here's the thing that line at game time was 234. Stop. The, the disadvantage we have is we're making Stop. these picks hours and hours before the that's line. Not, that's not the disadvantage. Yeah, it that's is. That's an advantage. I mean, obviously, the line's going to change lines as are gonna the fluctuate. game goes Coach, on. Coach, it fluctuates. So, listen, some of my betters, I don't, what I'm saying is I was wrong, but some of my betters actually got the correct bet because it was 234. So they probably won. I, I do not think it moved two and a half points. It did. It was two thirty four game time. I looked at it. I looked at it on my phone. I wouldn't just bring that up. But and even lie. if it does move two and a half points, I mean that's that okay. means a lot of money came that in. That just means a money lot. came in. That's on the it. under, on the under, heavy money came in on the under. But what I'm saying is, I didn't lose a ton of people money. I'm hoping some of my betters got that two thirty four line. It was on the move. Some of them might have got two thirty five. So it was a push. Only the people that bet with me at the podcast right in the afternoon lost the bet. Everybody else won the bet because it was over what that line was at. It was moving throughout the day. Just to, just say you lost. This, this I lost. Like, you can't. All that stuff you just said is inaccurate. Like you can't it's not say inaccurate. everyone else won the bet. Like um, if you made the bet past four o'clock, you won the lock. I told you. If you made it before four, you lost it because it was two thirty six. I got you. Everybody else got the two thirty five line, the two thirty four. So I mean, I just wish this was a night podcast. I would have been right. So, so you lost. I did lose, <laughs> yeah. but but a line that fluctuates like that, I've got to be cut a break a little bit. No, and like, I I didn't get a lot of bad. Some guy I explained it to him on Twitter. I was like, hey man, that line was moving. Just don't put all the blame on me. And he's like, man, you're right, you're right. And so I mean, I've I've been explaining <laughs> it myself to some people. I give you a lock. My number I gave you wasn't the lock, but there was a lock out there. Well, here's the thing about our locks, though. Like, we are really given our true opinion on who's going to win this, like what bet is going to win. Yes. That's why we call it a lock. Is it always going to win? No. But is it going to win a majority of the time? Yes. yes. Are you going to win a lot of money? Yes. yes. Here's, are are you going to be able to take off work? Yes. yes. Are you going to be able to retire young? Yes. yes. But here's the thing. You're going to be able to buy a boat? Uh, guys, like, the the way I gamble and the way Ray gambles, is it's very, very different. Like, I do not risk a lot of money. If you are risking a lot of money and picking our locks, that's on you, the listener. Guys, listen, if you're risking a lot of money on our locks, be careful. That's on you. <laughs> Sound like a school teacher, dude. Sound like a gambler, would you? If you want to make a lot of money at low risk, listen to me. Don't spend more than $5 on a bet. Hey, if you want to make $10 at the end of a weekend, listen to Eddie. <laughs> hey, being up on money is being up. That's $10 hey, you didn't have. Maybe you don't have a lot of money to gamble. Maybe you just want to have fun. You want to have skin in the game. You want to relate to us and feel part of the action. You want to feel that adrenaline rush. Sometimes a dollar does that for you. Five dollars does it for you. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. Yes, dude. If and you need a dollar bet because you're fiending for that feel of gambling, you got a problem. We don't want to enough- see you fighting with your spouses or, or you on can the bet, streets. You like- can bet your spouse or your friend a pack of Skittles if they don't. If they, if Love you it. believe in our lock and they don't believe in our lock, Love just it. say, "Hey, I'll bet you a bag of Skittles." All right, boom, it's on. We're not encouraging gambling, but if you no. want to gamble, gamble. But, it's but fun. If, if you're at your house and you're slamming doors, you're slamming cabinets, you're yelling at your kids because of gambling, you need to stop. But if you're progressively making money, if you see that it is lucrative, continue to do it because you're good at it, just like us. We're helping you. We're advisors, really. Right, and if you buy a third TV because you need three TVs in the living room to watch all the games, <laughs> dude, 
I don't know if you should quit or you should keep going, but no, no, that, that is a that's, that's a bold strategy. That's where I'm at. I got my own TV in my office now. Like now, I'm gonna have my my gambling room. My TV's so in you're the- gonna go and ignore your kids in the gambling room. That's a problem. Well, no, no, it depends. If my kids go to bed at eight thirty. If the game's on after eight thirty, I'm I'm going to the gambling room. If your kids ask you, "Hey, Dad, why are you cheering for both teams?" and the reason is because you either have an over under, so you have to cheer for both teams, <laughs> or you have so many parlays in the game. So if you're cheering for both teams, and your kid asks you, that's kind of depressing. Make sure you hide it from your yes. kids. Do you explain yes. to your kids what gambling is? No, no, no. They don't know I'm gambling. They come to the room every time and they're like, "Who are we going for?" And I'll just pick a team. Falcons. And be like, okay, let's go Falcons! Do your kids know you're a, like a poser fan? What does that mean? That means you show up today in an L.A. Dodgers hat. I mean, that's what that means. <laughs> like, do, do, they, do they know that you just hop on the bandwagon? That I don't have, really have a baseball team? Well, yeah, but you... They know who my football team is. They know who my basketball team is. They don't. I don't have a baseball team. That's why I have a Cardinals hat, a Dodgers <laughs> hat, a Mets hat... Uh, what else? Dude, the Dodgers hat's Yankees more of hat. just like a trendy thing. I have a Boston hat. I have. I wait, have, wait, you have a Boston hat? Yeah, I have. Why so, would you not wear the Boston hat? They're up two zero. I, dude, I, I just picked this. You act like I went to my. Mm, let me see which one do I wear today? Oh, let me wear this one. I just pick hats. I'm I, just saying. I have two hundred hats in my closet. It's weird. I've not seen you wear the Dodgers hat in a while. They're in the World Series games in L.A. tonight, and boom, you show up in L.A. hat. But you didn't plan it. it I was wore, just it was just randomly drawn. I wore the Dodgers hat a couple weeks ago when I went to L.A. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now that we haven't seen it, you weren't here. We didn't see the L.A. hat. I have a Cubs hat. But, I have all sorts of hats. So it's it's just a coincidence you wore it on on the World Series game three day when they're going to be in L.A. Correct. Ray, are you buying just a coincidence? I think he threw the L.A. hat on because he's going to be getting gas. He's around town. Maybe he has some <laughs> noon meeting, and he's going to see people, and he wants to be that, my team's in the World Series, look. Exactly. Or just people driving next to him in his car and be like, oh, that dude's in a good mood. His Dodgers are in the World if Series. If the Dodgers lost Lex, uh, last round, he's not wearing that hat. No, I'd wear the Red, I'd wear the Red Sox hat. <laughs> yes. I mean, guys, you all put too much thought into that. No, no, no. We I, don't. I, I, but I'm not a poser. Well, I'm just, I don't have a baseball team. I love sports. I love watching sports. I love my Dallas Cowboys and I love my San Antonio Spurs. Other than that, I really don't care. But really, most guys that wear a hat, they're bragging about something. Most guys, honestly, that wear the hat, they're bragging about something. I wear boom. a hat because I don't have hair. If it's a camouflage hat, boom, it's I'm a hunter. I'm bragging right. about Most guys that wear a certain hat, they're, it's not just going to say something on it like, have a great day. Yeah. It doesn't. It always says something they're bragging about. Okay, I got so it. So always look Is at that. Is a hat more, okay. Do more guys wear a hat because they like the team or for like fashion? Like it's a fashionable hat. Like what? More people? Yeah, like more guys. Like I, I don't know. The about, majority is your, your question? Yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to think of that. It, it's a fashion. It's a fashion thing. Oh, so you think I'm, 20 years ago it was they it was like the team. Fans. Dude, nowadays it's all fashion. That's why if somebody's wearing a sports hat, I don't even comment on it because it's a fashion thing. They're just trying to call it cool. It, most people aren't diehards of the hat You can blame that on 1990s hip-hop. I mean, once Ice Cube and all those dudes started repping Raiders hats, like then it just became a fashion thing. Then everyone was just like, yeah, yeah I'm a gangster. I wear Raiders. Do you even know who plays for the Raiders? No. Didn't matter. It was just that's no, it, was it, was, it, it really was a gangster thing. It was a gangster. Every, I mean, I was in the valley in South Texas, and there were a bunch of Mexican gangbangers wearing Raider stuff. I'm like, guys, please, like, come on, like, yo, big fan of Bo Jackson. Who exactly? Like, yeah, because I do make that mistake sometimes when I see someone in a hat. I'll make a comment, and they'll just yeah, because you you want to you, you think tr- they're fans. You think they're a fan, and so you try to so like if someone went up to Eddie and be like, yeah. Oh, hey, that happens to me all the time. Kershaw. I, 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 went, I went to an Arkansas Razorback game, so we went to Walmart right before the game to get, get a shirt because I didn't have anything Razorbacks, and I still wear it sometimes, and I'm at the grocery store, and people will be like, Woo Pig. I'll be like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, I don't Woo Pig. Like, I, I've never gone for the Razorbacks in my life. Man, it, and it's kind of sad, though, that this is the last weekend of baseball. Like, this is it. Yeah. It's baseball, sad, but dude, dude it, it lasts so many months. It's been a good run, and we it was ignore fun watching baseball. It, and we this ignore year. it for so many months. We do, and then it hit, comes, and then it goes. So dude. we can't be those people. Where it's like almost like you miss it when it's gone, but when it's here, you're like, I'm not watching baseball. I don't watch that crap till October. Dude, <laughs> and M- then, NBA <laughs> is so NBA is so good. NFL so good, and college football so good. Those are my top three. I mean, then goes baseball number four. So when baseball's done, 
I, I really am not that sad. When football's done, dude, I'm, I'm depressed. Really sad. I'm real depressed. Real sad. I, but, but the NBA makes up for it for another four months or whatever until into June, Correct. which I love. But then we have that lull again when it's baseball, June, July, August. I love months. opening day, though. Like, that whole, like, couple weeks of opening day, like, going back and forth, like, I love that excitement. But then I lose it in the middle of the season. Dude, you're a huge fan of baseball if you live in Chicago, if you live in Boston. Name another city for me. Um, I mean, if you live in the vicinity of Chicago, dude, Cincinnati. You're, the, you're the biggest baseball fan, and it sucks when baseball's over. But if you live in Nashville, eh. We don't even have a we team have here. A team. But we I mean, have a triple A team. So even if yeah, you live, so say you live in Cincinnati, eh, Reds baseball's done. Eh, they suck this year. Atlanta. I mean, a lot of cities, dude, they're not that big of fans of baseball. I give you the Chicago's. I give you the Boston's. They love baseball, and baseball's amazing in those cities. I've been to Chicago. Amazing. Crazy. I wasn't even a Chicago Cubs fan. Dude, I went to one game like afterwards. I was like, man, I almost want to be a Cubs fan. That was that cool of an atmosphere. It's so fun. The bars around there, everybody's laughing, high fiving, chicks are flashing. Dude, it was crazy. Wrigley Veal, chicks were flashing at the game. Outside of it, Wrigleyville and Sheffield Avenue is the craziest little two block stretch I've ever seen. Did you stop by and see the Harry Carey statue? No, I dude, I was in college. I wasn't trying to do a history lesson. (laughs) Did you? Did you? Did you try to get a piece of the ivy off the wall? I mean, anything. How do you do that? What the statue? No, how do you get a piece of? Ivy I don't know off if you can. Wall? Yeah, I don't know if that's because okay. they got the basket there, so it'd be hard to reach down. Yes. I just want. I've never. I've always wanted to sit in the bleachers at Wrigley Field. I did. Of all the many times I've been, I've never sat in the bleachers. There's a memory I have. Me and my wife went, and we sat in the bleachers, and it was a noon game, and it was so freaking hot and awesome. At the same time, we were drunk, and it was. We were at a Cubs game at Classy. Wrigley, dude, and and I'm. I'm not kidding. Some days I'll be driving home and it'll be the exact same weather as it was at Wrigley that day, and I'll think about Wrigley. You know and what? I did? I'll think about being on those bleachers with my wife watching that game. Really? Yeah. That's nostalgic, dude. Dude, it's one of those things. It's, it's got to be that perfect weather, and I'll be like, oh, dude, this was it. This is the weather at Wrigley. I remember that. You know what we did see at Wrigley? The Bartman chair. Did you? And if I'm not mistaken, they have a little mark on that chair, so you know it's the Bartman chair where he sat that game. What? You know what? That's the least they can do for that kid. That, not that they say this is where oh, Bartman sat. I think it's just <laughs> they like they should at least give him a plaque or something. I think there. It was where just, was it at? Just along the left field line, right there, halfway up that. When did you go? Because it Bartman happened when I was in high school, and then I went in college. And what, what do you say? What's there? There's, I think there was a yellow circle just around the seat number. Oh, just to yeah, remember. It's it? not like it says Steve Bartman on it. And then there were some people around us that were like, "Yeah, yeah, that's the Bartman chair," and we just looked at it. It wasn't that. Did you take a picture in it? There weren't cell phones. There wasn't. <laughs> he put headphones on and when I was, was in, like he was barking. When I was in college, there weren't camera phones. <laughs> they they're uh, just kind of started. So yeah. we just like maybe took a Polaroid. Who knows where that is. Struggles nowadays. real, man, back then. Man, yeah. that's rough. I'm going to tell you one thing. I went to Wrigley, summer of 99, on my baseball road trip. It was me, my buddy Forrest. No Teeth Keith. No Teeth Keith. Forrest's little brother Robin and Forrest's dad Steve. And Forrest and I are there and Forrest knows the Cubs are my favorite team. And we're in the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. So Forrest takes his little disposable camera. He's going to go get a picture of Sammy Sosa on deck. Oh, no. And some guy yells at Forrest, hey, get down, you know, in front. And Forrest turns around and starts cursing at him. How old is Forrest? We're 18 years old. We oh, just graduated high school. Adults. All right. I was thinking they were like Me 14. Me too. I thought they were like 12. <laughs> and so Forrest and this guy like doing family road start going back and forth or whatever. Forrest gets kicked out of the friendly confines at Wrigley Field. Wow. Dang. He gets thrown out, and we don't even know it. Like, we're in our seats, and he just never comes back. So you watch start the game started and everything, and you're like, Forrest Well, it's in here. the middle of the game when he went to go down and get a picture. Oh, okay. And then he just never came back. And this is before <laughs> cell phones. Like, we have no idea where he is. We're just like, well, what do we do? Guys, if someone goes MIA in the middle of any big event, they've gotten kicked out. Like, that happened to me. Or they get arrested. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Either arrested or kicked out. Something bad has happened. They're no longer in the stadium. It happened to my cousin. She got really drunk over at at, um, iHeart Country Fest. And, like, she was with my family. Classic. I gave her backstage passes. They were like, dude, she's MIA. We haven't seen her in, like, two hours. Guess what? She got kicked out. She missed the whole concert. She was outside, probably roaming the streets of Austin, Texas. Oh, so How did she For- get kicked out? Just being crazy? Just being stupid. Being stupid. So Forrest got, because he was yelling at the guy, and the usher told Forrest he needs to go sit down. And Forrest goes, I'm just trying to take a blanking picture or whatever. Yeah. And he gets kicked out. So we're like, what do we do? So we walk back to the van, and because we still have no idea where Forrest is. And Forrest is, has oh, got in through the window and unlocked it. 
So he left the friendly confines, walked around for a little bit, found a bowling alley, bowled two games, bowled a 220, then climbed in the van. Dude, hey, you know who what? is this guy? The hey, world's most fascinating man? Hey, you know what? He made the best out of a really crappy situation. Yes, and then, to add on top of that, so we were staying with my grandma, my mom's mom, who lives in Chicago. What the? Okay, so we're staying there, and Forrest, this is when Woodstock... Well, her a, friend Anita is there. Well, that's a buzzkill. She's playing bingo. You get back from the Cubs game all drunk to grandma's. No, her, her friend Anita's there. She's playing bingo. She hits a B7 for the win. $500. Forrest goes crazy. He gets kicked out of the bingo place. So we go to grandma's, and Forrest, Forrest has this genius idea. He wants to take a bus to Woodstock in New York. Because they're having Woodstock in 99. Oh, yeah. That oh, was yeah. Woodstock 2. Yes. And he wants to go. And his dad's like, I just don't think it's a good <laughs> idea for you to take a bus from Chicago and go. So, by himself? By himself. So Forrest gets mad, storms out of my grandma's house. And let me just say, my grandma doesn't live in the uh, nicest area. Southside. Oh, Southside Chicago? Southside, yes. Uh, Caprini Green. Uh, no. But Markham. Markham, Illinois. And so he just starts walking. And he gets lost. Oh my, dude, who is this Forrest guy? So Forrest, Forrest has to, Gump. It's really just, Forrest Gump. He just takes off walking places, <laughs> getting kicked out. So Forrest, then, where are you going? I was running. So then he has to go to a payphone, call collect to his mom back in Austin, and have her because she he doesn't know the number to my grandma's house. And we have to go fight. Like he has to give an address, and we have to go pick Forrest up because he got lost walking through Chicago because he got mad. He's a hot mess, huh? In a bad neighborhood. Wow. It was a great trip. But the point of the story was he got kicked out of Wrigley Field. Yeah. Yeah. That's, kicked out. That sucks. Yeah. So you watched the whole Lakers game last night. I did watch the whole did Lakers game. Did you see game. Phil talking? Phil. Mickelson. Oh, yeah. At the end of the game. I love that. Well, they had him on with the, they, they were talking to him. With they were the, talking the about the Tiger versus Phil. Yes. And they came out and they said the Tiger versus Phil it's going to be nineteen ninety nine on pay per view. That is how much interest they think it's going to lack. Wait, that they had to make it nineteen ninety nine dollars. That's it. <laughs> that, that's the lowest pay per view I've ever heard of. I've ever heard of, and that tells me that they're like they were worried that if they put it, no one was going to watch. Well, coach, why does that tell you that? Did you want to pay whatever for that to watch that? match? I am not going to pay nineteen ninety nine. Would you pay ten dollars no. to watch that? Exactly. Well, it's not it, a, it's not an event look, you can have a watch party for. Guys, Super Bowl watch party. Guys, UFC watch party. It, it's Phil a, versus Tiger playing 18 holes that last 9 hours right. or 5 hours, not a watch party. Not a watch party at all. <laughs> it's oh. not rocket science. You ask yourself, would you pay 19.99 to watch this thing? No. So I'm sure everyone probably they probably had it at like 30 or 40 bucks to watch it and they're like, "Guys, would you guys in the conference room, would you guys watch this for 40 bucks?" Hell no. Okay, we should probably drop that price. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. These, it, it's supposed to be this big event, and then it looks like it's at the dollar store. $19.99? Like, it, it, it's like Tiger versus Phil. $19.99. What do you mean the dollar store? Is it the $99? What do you mean? Well, I'm saying. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. It's like. because. You, but you're used to seeing, you know, fights at pay-per-view, which are 100 bucks, right? Right. Like, Coach, they're all $100. Yeah. They're 65 bucks. It's a grand marquee. It's a huge deal. The lights, the glamour, pay-per-view, $65. Like, this is a big event. And then they put it on the, the clearance rack at $19.99. That's what I mean. It's like, wow, this looks really bad for Tiger and Phil, like. Nineteen ninety nine. After I mean, we say all this, lunch is gonna have a watch party. I do tequila <laughs> shots. Tequila. I'm telling you, I will not watch this. Like I, I do not care. They play all the time. They play in tournaments every week. Coach, I'm telling you, no one is gonna watch this. No one. Like out of us, you three, know who is gonna watch it? Who? Vegas. Because you can bet it, and it's almost kind of even money. It, so you pick can, your favorite golfer, and you watch it for five hours. Can you watch it for free at the sports book? Of course, no. they're not. You know, no. they're, they're, <laughs> you don't think they're gonna buy it? Can, I don't is think that they, legal. They like, can, but they have to buy it per TV. Okay, okay. So, so, so that would cost them a hundred thousand dollars. Like UFC fights aren't shown at the sports book. They're you, not. No, if it's a pay per view, no. Interesting. That, I never knew that. That's because the they deal to, with pay per view. Yeah, you get to pay like right. per TV. Like that's why restaurants. You've never seen UFC in Vegas? No. Dang, I've never thought about that because. I, I think that's right because like restaurants, that's why they charge a cover usually when you go to a restaurant yes. because it's not like they're paying just for one. $65 pay-per-view. They have to pay for every TV they have in their restaurant. Hmm. If I'm right. If you're right. I don't know. I remember doing a news story on this a while back, and I feel like it's just a, a flat fee. Or 
per your ca- capacity. How many people can fit? I think it's per capacity. And it's a really expensive fee, It's though. really so expensive. So you have to think you're going to sell a lot of drinks because you have to right. make up that money. Correct. And you, the entire event of that bar that night is UFC. Because I went to Sam's Boat before in Austin. Every TV's on UFC. There are some girls there, but for the most part, it's just a bunch of dudes sitting in a bar, hopefully spending money. Otherwise, you're not making anything because girls aren't there buying the girly yeah. drinks. It's literally guys buying beers. I hope you're making $20,000 from beers. And my new story was following the dude that goes around these restaurants making sure that they paid. If they're showing it, they paid and they count the heads that are in there and like, all right, you're covered. Oh, really? Yeah, and if not, they write a fine. And I just Boom. forgot. I, they they make up some of the money. They do a cover, 20 All these places. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot that's of it. It's 20 bucks. That's why... I, you don't see it in the sports book, but Tiger versus Phil has no interest to me. But Phil was talking yesterday with, on the telecast with Reggie Miller or whatever. He's like, yeah, you know, we may make it interesting. And, you know, I mean. Little if, side bets. He's like, oh, you know, if, if Phil or Tiger, you know, runs the putt past, I may walk up and be like 50000 You make that putt. And I'm like, they are trying to hype this up so much. They are trying to sell this so hard. That's ridiculous because nobody cares about their kind of money. Now I do no <laughs> like their money's crazy. Like they win a tournament, no, and they win he, eight million. He's it's all saying comical. more that there will be trash talk and more. It will oh, be more interactive. Yes. A, than them just being quiet and Coach, playing a song. I would game. hope there would be some trash talk. There's going to be no audience really. Maybe just a couple people that work there is going to be watching it. It's going to be quiet. Maybe Nance is at, uh, commentating it, but for the most part, it's just going to be a lot of awkward silence. No, they're going to be talking. That's what he was saying. They'll be talking and they'll be, you know. But you realize crap. it. It's not the hustle and bustle of a normal tournament with a right. little bit of stuff in the background. There's going to be nothing. You're just going to hear water running and birds. And do we really? Does their tra- trash talk entice me to buy it for nineteen ninety nine? No, because it's all fake trash talk. They don't really care. Like they are just. It's a big money grab. They're both going to get paid. I bet you they get paid to be there, obviously. And then the winner gets like nine million dollars. Who cares? What price? At what price would you be interested in buying it? Zero dollars. Like I would not buy lowest. it for fifty cents. I wouldn't pay fifty cents. You wouldn't for pay fifty. No, Ray? The only reason you would buy this is if you're betting on it. Like, who cares if you're not betting on it? If you watch this and you're not betting on it, you're a loser. You need to get a betting account. You need to set it up and have a little bit of skin in the game because you just have five hours that you must love to waste. Because why else would you watch this? Why else? It's do pretty we, sad. I mean, like, you, you think about it. Did we watch golf before DraftKings? No. Do we watch golf yes. every weekend now? I, Coach, yeah. I didn't watch it before DraftKings. Yeah. You yeah. didn't watch the majors? That's Just, when I That's when I watched dude, it. I the didn't majors. start until college. Until my buddy said, hey, pick five golfers for the Masters, that's the first time I watched golf. But Coach, I didn't start watching the majors until we, until we started doing those pools. Wow. Yeah. Dude, I never so watched crazy I never to me. watched it. But mm-hmm. now I, I watch golf every weekend. Golf is in my top five. In my top five sports. For I, sure. I love golf. I do, too. On a Sunday right before work from 1 to 5, dude, you can't beat that spread of just laying on the couch and watching some golf. Okay, the... the a major. Not no. just Not just a coach, Honda Open. Coach, Come on. Coach, if you're doing DraftKings, draft I watch, watch every weekend. My girl's like, you know what? This is relaxing. I actually enjoy watching this with you. It ends up being a couple event, too. Coach, I watch Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I watch Thursday and Friday on my phone, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday in the afternoons on TV. I, I'm really, I'm really interested to see how much you interact with your kids, because <laughs> you know, everything you, know they, you, talk you know about, they go to school, right? Like they're they're gone, they're gone. He's until like, like I, four I have o'clock. a TV in my office that I go in there, and that's where I watch the games. And I mean, man, you maybe we need to withdraw that gambling money. Maybe you should worry about your own life. Like my life is good. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm just looking out for a friend. There's a number you can call. Dude, uh, there's so many different ways that you can look at how people are with their kids. You're being funny I, right now, which is cute. When people but. go home, are they energetic for two hours? Well, then that actually is a better parent than what is it a better parent than somebody that sleeps on the couch for six hours, you know? It, you know what I'm saying? From the like <laughs> I don't compare dude, myself that's to what, those you parents. You can't compare though, like, yourself. Like my dad was the best dad ever, but dude, when I came home most of the time, he was sleeping. He was exhausted from his job. So he really I mean, for the most part, we didn't talk that much. Yeah. Eddie, in the ten minutes that he's energetic, he's you know, an amazing dad, but then he goes and watches no, his sports. Is, he's being what I'm saying is you funny. can't. I know, but you can't compare parents. There's so many different thing, variables and things that go into it, dude. I mean, just because a dad's laying on the couch doesn't mean he doesn't love you. He's freaking exhausted from his job. Just because a dad likes watching sports doesn't mean he doesn't love the kid. I'm lucky to have a job where I'm done at 11 a.m. Like, dude, and I, or, or, I argue for you. You spend some quality when you spend time with your kids. That is quality, dude. You're taking them to zoos. Like my my kids are my oldest. How many times son, have you taken your kids to the zoo this year? Yeah, I don't know, 15. That's amazing, dude. My dad would never take us to the zoo because he probably hated the zoo. <laughs> so, so in the, my kids, ten years old. In ten years, I have spent more time with my kids than my dad's ever spent with then me my entire go. life. And there you go. 
Like, but I, was your dad a really be, good dad? Your dad was a good dad. He's a good dad. That's what I'm saying. It's all different comparisons. Your dad was a great dad. You're a great dad, but you both spend different times with your kids. Yeah. It's all different. I spent, I mean, really, I pick him up from school and I'm there the whole time. If I'm in my room for an hour, like working, then I'm in my room for an hour. But dude, I'm with them for hours. And the weekend, every hour. And the times that Eddie is with his kids, I don't see Eddie just laying down and not really talking to him them and being sleepy. I see him being energetic, having fun with him. I saw you on Instagram. You put on these goofy glasses. Yeah, we Dude, made those my, together. My dad would never do that, but that's what I'm saying. You're a crazy, wacky dad, and that's cool. You're your own kind of dad. Like, dude, my dad would never put on goofy glasses and be like, I'm going to take a picture and put this on Instagram. Like, my dad would never do that in a million years. You're just a, you're a different type of dad. Thank you, man. <laughs> Good grief, guys. I made a joke. Hey guys, and you thank got you for listening. People think, people think hey, you're serious. Oh my goodness. Hey guys, thank you for turning in to NPR. This has been Parent Radio. Man, that's exactly. Parent Radio. I and mean, jeez. Want more we, tips we to make parents? a joke about his gambling all the time. I make one and we went into what a great daddy is. You don't is. sound I mean, like you're joking, though. Is the I problem. mean, <laughs> goodness gracious. If you too want to become a better parent, give us a call at NPR. We are here to help. Great parenting takes time. This is NPR. For more parenting advice, you can go to parenting.com on NPR slash 42791.org. The average parent spends two to four hours with their kid. Make it quality time. Increase it to five hours. We'll let you know how tomorrow. But just make sure you don't care. compare yourself to another parent. Each parent is different. Each child is different. You be you and worry about you only. Next week on the Parenting Cast, we're going to be talking about how to have sharing conversations with your kids. And we'll also define parenting. Are you really parenting or are you bossing? (laughs) (laughs) And on episode 37, we're going to talk about how far is too far with punishment. And with watching sports again. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Man. That's funny. So anyway... It's the day after Thanksgiving. I appreciate Ray, though, giving me that. I mean, Thank you. Because you make me feel like, first, you're full of crap, but second, no, you're just no, like. No, no, Stop. We were joking. You joke about me. I joke about you. We were joking about your gambling. Ray jokes about your gambling all the time. We were just joking about your gambling, oh, and you, you took it serious. very personal. I thought you were serious. I mean, Ray, Ray went off on this whole thing because I th- I, he probably thought you were serious, too. Hey, speaking no. of gambling, though, do you have a parlay in place for this weekend? He yeah. has six parlays in he's, place. He's no. hit a seven-teamer. Well, you Lunchbox, will you stop speaking for me? Dude, if you really <laughs> How many parlays do you two. have? Oh. Dude. You said seven. So Eddie has already hit a seven-team parlay, paid a couple hundred dollars. If you hit a 12-team parlay and you make, what did we say, the 3000 It's 2400 That's amazing. That, that would be so huge for this show, and I think it would give us even more credibility. We got a Twitter account now that post, puts out our bets. People are starting to believe in our bets. If you hit a 12-teamer, Dude, that's unbelievable. I bet a website would pick that up. Before the game on Sunday, before the morning game on Sunday, so probably Saturday night. Do we have another Paris game? Yes, Yes, we do. 8.30 a.m. Yes, we do. And before that game, I will have another, I will probably have five 12-game parlays going in. Here's what's funny. I just said he had six parlays going, and he got mad at me, and he said he'll have five. Sorry. (laughs) Because you're speaking false statements. Here we go again. (laughs) Eddie. It's sarcasm. Do you understand? I, I am just talking. Oh, I, don't... I understand you're full of crap. I get that. But I'm telling you right now, as of now, I only have two parlays. But you will have five. I will have five okay, before the Okay, are these parlays, have you already knocked off some games, or are you just starting these parlays? No, these are ones that survived. Two, yeah, he two lost. survived last night. So you have how two that survived, lose? and what are those One. teamers? What are the, how many, what are the teamers? 12 team? 12, they're all You 12. have two 12-teamers still alive Correct. that survived yeah, tonight. Yeah, but it only survived one game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it only survived the last night's game. Hey, one game checked off. See how it goes. Dude, I'm telling you, you hit the 17-er. How? What was that high like? Amazing. That's not, dude, it, it's so great that you ha- start you start doubting yourself. You start going back on websites. You're like, are you sure I covered on that one? Like, I don't remember covering on this one. I'm like, okay, I covered that one. Dude, the craziest okay. parlay. And I- then I had to send it to Lunchbox and be like, dude, I... Think I got this crap? Like I think I got it, and you know I I know he'll double check it obviously because or he knows the scores in the top of his head, and so it was it. It Dude, was legit. The first part you'll always remember your first parlay. They say I've heard, always heard that. I remember my first parlay that I hit. It was a hundred dollar parlay in college. I had no money. Literally had no money. I put a hundred on three NBA playoff games. Hit all three of them. Won seven hundred dollars. <sighs> Dude, cashed out. That seven hundred dollars lasts me months. Dude, it was the greatest gambling hit ever. Like at, in comparison, oh, God. it's all relative. In college seven hundred dollars will last you a whole semester. My friends were like, "You really? You picked three teams?" I'm like, "And they put you put a hundred on it? Yeah." They're like, "You hit?" Dude, they were blown away. <laughs> I was blown away. It was the greatest high. 
The first time I, I learned how to gamble was when I was a kid. No Teeth Keith, who was my old baseball coach, he would call into this number and his, what's your password? Willie Mays. That was his <laughs> password. And every once in a while, he would let us do a, a two-game or a three-gamer. And he he's the one that taught me this how to, the spreads work. And he also taught me, kid, why don't we do a three-game teaser this weekend? What's a teaser? A teaser is you can add three points, four points, five points, six points to the spread. Like so, if you want to, if like this week the Bears are minus seven at home against the Jets, you could tease that down to the Bears minus one, but it pays less. Yes, or you minus could, four. It's usually a three point. You teaser. can do a six point. Okay, or you can take the Jets up to plus thirteen or plus twelve. You know, however many number you want to do. And that's how you okay. do a All teaser. Right. All right. But you don't get I'm paid not, as much. I'm not ready for that one yet. But I see as I see it as an option on the website, and I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, do it. Yeah, That's easier than the regular spread because you get to take away points or add points. Yeah, but it also takes your, your oh, jackpot down a little way bit. Way down. Yeah. yeah. Way down. You, gotta, you end up having to do about three games to get normal even money yeah. with three teasers in play. But, dude, you get a 14.5 in the NFL, and you tease that to 17? Dude, you're chilling in the third quarter still with seven. I mean, those the points bills, last forever. The Bills are plus 14 There this you week. go. Tease you that to 17. You tease them up to plus 20. <laughs> wow. But you'd have to do some parlaying. Otherwise, you're not going to get even money back. Oh, for sure. Well, you yeah. won't get even money regardless. Yeah. Three you, you only did NFL last night. You didn't do any college? So I haven't. I was going to ask you. But, we, no, oh, last night you didn't do any college. No, I didn't do college. There were some night. amazing college games last well, night. Well, West Virginia smoked Baylor, right? And I was watching a little bit, and I saw the funniest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen this cold. After the Paul, or unsportsmanlike conduct on the defense, number 68, using inappropriate language. He used profanity. He they called it, he said he used profanity. He got a 15-yard penalty for using profanity. What word wow. did he say? Did I don't know. Did he say the C word? What? Because that C word's pretty bad. Yeah. But so who cares? Like he, On the he, football field, the only one I can really see is probably F. Yeah. But man, what the stop. He didn't say it to the ref. Oh, he did. He, he just, just said he it? said it or said can it to you another. Not, can you not curse in college? I don't know. I had never heard that called in my life. I never heard a ref say fifteen yard penalty. He used profanity. What? Damn, that's funny. I, I, I and I, I said I saw that and my wife was watching. She goes, "You can't cuss." Like we, I'd never heard that before. Like, hey, God, you don't think there's cursing on the football field All every the time. single? It must play? have been pretty intense. Of course, it must have been a very. Vicious and word. he must use a really bad word. Yeah. What what word could be that bad? Oh, there's a lot of there's there, a couple hey, there are a lot of bad, bad words ones. out there. Stop. What? Explain them to me because I don't see any word that's worth 15 yards. Mm-hmm. I don't want to even. I don't even want to like try to give you hints. It could have been. Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm out. No, no, no. I'm not. I don't eat. You're not going to get me down this wormhole. Maybe it was directed at the ref, so the ref was mad. No, because the ref wasn't. I mean, he was just walking by, and he throws uh, the flag. What are you saying? I'm not going to say it. Oh, my gosh. All right. You guys are annoying because you guys are just being stupid right no. now. Yes. He should have said the word. 15-yard penalty <laughs> First on the set. defense. He said the Beep. word. Beep. Damn. <laughs> 15 yards. 67 on the defense. He said. You. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> you mother. Beep. That's better. And he also followed up with a beep beep. He also said, "Eat my beep." <laughs> no, no. You son wait, of wait. A when you say when you say he said, "Eat my beep," are you talking about his? Wait, you can't. You can't. You are can't. you talking about his poop or his no. other thing? See, yeah, that, you're, you're already was, giving too much. I'm no, just, I don't I'm know. just saying, I, I these are the lines that, that gets the 15. Because if you said, eat my poop, what's wrong with eat my poop? It was like, you know, it might have been, eat my beep and <laughs> beep, beep, <laughs> you beep. Speaking of eating, piece of beep. Woman in South Carolina, she got arrested, hooking up with this dude. Tried to bite off his genitalia. Oh, my goodness. I thought they were done with that. I thought that people didn't do that anymore. Remember Bobbitt? Oh, yeah. She cut it off and yeah. threw it out the window into oh, the cornfield. Oh, my goodness. Do you know that story? Yeah. But, right. yeah, Hannah, South Carolina. She bit it off, huh? She tried to. 
trying to bite off a man's genitals. Wow. The only thing the only thing stopping her from biting it is him just like jerking her off. <laughs> I mean, getting her off, getting her off. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I think it's totally possible to do that. <laughs> okay. you, you know what I meant? Yeah, yeah I, I know exactly what I meant. Because it's so, totally possible to do that. <laughs> Right? She could have successfully done that. Yeah. If he wouldn't have moved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> so this weekend, we got the World Series tonight. Yes. And I think the World Series ends this weekend because I said before the series, under six games. And so they're not going back to Boston. Boston, be ready to have your parade on Tuesday because uh, it takes a couple days to plan the parade. But yeah, you're going to be having a parade very soon for the World Series. And then now it's time for college football basketball this weekend the nfl we need some locks we need to make some money eddie's got to have a lot eddie's got to have a lock I he's, got, he's only lock. has two parlays lunch don't talk for him dude you've got to come up with a good lock lunch has multitudes of games to choose from please give us a lock because they like our this whatever site it is it's called like sore losers something they post our bets and they like each one of us to have a sore lock. losers bets yeah they, they like us to have a lock so when eddie goes these are my parlays that doesn't really play into it like give boom three bold Correct. locks boom we're out the door or we win people money. All yes. right. Eddie, let's hear it. Do you want to start with me? Yeah. I am taking the Chiefs. They are in Denver this week. And they are, let me pull up the line. I believe it's 10. Yeah. Ne- the Chiefs are negative 10. For sure, that's a lock. So slam the door on the Chiefs minus 10. And just so you know, they're in Kansas City. So they're at Arrowhead. Even better. <laughs> Even better. All right, guys, I got Northwestern and Wisconsin. It's an earlier game, 11. Maybe snowing in the Chicago area. Haven't checked the weather. Usually I do. So, um, Coach, that's huge. That could play into effect. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying with, with that lake effect snow, you never know. Is it going to go north, south, east, west? It all depends. But I do know Northwestern is right on Lake Chicago. So imagine the lake. Imagine. Um, There's a Lake Chicago? Lake Michigan. Okay. But imagine just a couple blocks. You're that close to a lake and it's 30, 40 degrees out. It's freaking cold, okay? So the wind is gusting. The wind is gusting. They are in the Windy City, right? And that's why it hence got the name, the Windy City. Anyways, back to my bet. Lock it up. Northwestern and Wisconsin over 52 and a half. Just go ahead, call your bookie. If you have 200, put that on it. No more than 200. And if you're not going to bet more than 20, then don't even bet. It's not waste your waste your time. So uh, over 52 and a half. Northwestern Wisconsin. Lock it. Okay, guys, you want a little college football lock? I'll go college football first. Okay, so I watched this Mississippi State team last week. What the? You like them? I watched. Were them. they even on TV? Oh, yeah, they, they played were. LSU, and let me tell you, they were a dumpster fire. That quarterback Fitzgerald tried to throw the ball, and he looked like he'd never thrown the ball in his life. Every time he stepped back to throw it, dropped back to throw it, I felt like LSU intercepted it every single time. So then when I look at the spread and A&M is traveling to Starkville, and A&M is getting two and a half points? What in the world? There might be injuries. I mean, A&M, when I watched A&M on TV, they lost to Clemson by two or three points. Which tells me A&M's not a bad football team. Mississippi State is known for their defense. Okay, thank you for that. But they got blown out by LSU. So, I am going to take the Texas A&M Aggies plus two and a half in Starkville. Go ahead and take it to the bank! (laughs) Yeah. Then... We're going to jump over to the NFL. Wait, you're going well, double, double lock? What double if they only lock. have time to go to the bank once today? Hey. We're going to do it at the same time. Yeah, you might want to do it at the same time. You can do two transactions yes, at the bank? Yes, yes. Okay. They'll give you a lollipop, too. Okay. A <laughs> couple weeks ago, I told you guys the Arizona Cardinals are the worst team in football. That's correct. And I gave you a lock of Arizona plus four and a half at San Francisco. And Arizona won the game. And I guess what? A couple weeks later... San Francisco's traveling to Arizona. A rematch. So. Even money, too. Yeah, it's a pick em game. You just pick the winner. Well, what did I tell you last time? I told you Arizona was going to cover the four and a half. So it's only a few weeks later. So I'm going to tell you to take Arizona again, right? Raw. No, oh you take the gosh. Niners. You're going to take San Francisco 49ers to beat the Arizona Cardinals. It's a pick em game. Bethard. I, I like Bethard. I like Shanahan. The Cardinals look like crap. And I like the Niners. The Niners are playing hard. Should have beat Green Bay. 
They got blown out by the Rams, but who cares? The Rams beat everybody. So go ahead and take the Niners, San Francisco 49ers, and you can take that to the bank. (laughs) I got them on my 12 parlay. All right, so we got, say yours real quick. You got Niners winning. I got the Niners. I had to pick them over the Cardinals. And then I have A&M on the road at Mississippi State, plus two and a half. Eddie, yours was? I have the Kansas City Chiefs over the Denver Broncos, minus 10. Just say KC minus 10. That was confusing how you said that. Then I got Northwestern, Wisconsin, over 52 and a half. You'll be good in the third quarter. Just chill the whole fourth. And I'm excited this weekend, the biggest cocktail party, the outdoor cocktail party with Georgia. That tail on the other end of it. I don't know what you were saying there. It wouldn't surprise me if you were just having a. (laughs) No, Eddie, I like women. I am married. What you don't understand is people don't know you're joking. Hey, guys, I want to tell you guys about the biggest cocktail party. (laughs) Guys, are you all coming to my cocktail party? Georgia, Florida. I can't wait. This is it. The winner of this game is going to represent the SEC East in the... This is big. Yes, in it is the big. SEC title game. I mean, it's great. And if you guys are in Nashville, Al Dean is having a watch party. I'm going to try and make it out there. Are you going to be there? Are you working it? No, I'm not working it. No. They sent me an invite, though, to come. They told me to come. Okay. Well, so anyway, I can't wait for this game. I don't know. Georgia, they have one real test. They got blown out at LSU. So they had a bye week to, you know, lick their wounds, and you know, Florida, recover. Does Florida have an offense? Do they not have an offense? Exactly. Da, 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 Let's da, 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 da. find out. Chomp, chomp. They get blown out by Vanderbilt. Then they beat Vanderbilt. Like, what is Florida? What is Georgia? We'll find out at the cocktail party. Are you guys coming to my cocktail party? <laughs> Guys, I was being serious. I was not being serious about that. I like women. Duh, duh, duh. I mean, goodness. See, we joke. It's okay. Who cares? No, uh. no. In all seriousness, though, like Lunchbox loves cocktails, Tail parties, parties. And they're not no. allowed to call it that anymore. I thought. I know. I understand because mm. it encourages drinking. Exactly. But okay, guys, enough with all these like changing the names. Well, of Red River rivalry is it? The Red, Red River, River shootout, shootout. is can't, it? A cocktail party can't call is it? it a not? Shootout anymore. Can't call it a cock party. Yeah, they, they change the names on everything. So dumb. Everything. What's next? They change the Super Bowl? Yeah, you can't call it Super Bowl anymore. It's offensive. you got to call it Mini Bowl. Huh? I don't know. No, you it's can't call it Super Bowl anymore. you got to call super it... Super Cup. you got to call it the Super Game. <laughs> Bowl. <laughs> Bowl's offensive. All right, have a great weekend. Make some money. Let us know. Let us know if you like our locks, hate our locks. Send us your locks. We, you know, Sore Loser Show on Twitter. Hit us up. Have you, a great weekend. Yeah, and use our picks. We don't just give these just because. Like, use them, make some money, and then brag to your girlfriend, your wife, how you won money on Monday, and your coworkers. Because, you know, they all come back to the same job, the same paycheck. Well, guess what? You're making a little more. This is your secret. That's why you're making more than them, driving a better car, going to a better lunch. You're not eating at your desk. You're now going out to lunch, all because of these picks. And, and again, don't bet big, big dollars on these. Like, Just put a little money at a time, maybe do some parlays, and don't tell your spouse that you're betting like $2. They don't like hearing that. But if you hit a parlay, tell them. Make sure you let them know, look, babe, I, I want 200 bucks. How cool is that? And if you do leave one of your little papers out that says Broncos plus two, Niners minus one, Texas yeah, plus two. That's obvious you're betting. Right. So maybe keep it on your phone or something like yeah, that. Yeah, don't print out anything. You don't need to print out anything. You don't need a bunch of bet sheets sitting around your house so then your kid takes it to school, thinks it's his it's his math homework, but it's his dad's betting ticket. Right, right. All right. We all good? We're out. Any big plans this weekend? We going to cocktail party? Dude, I wish I could w- listen to that back because it was so funny. He did have a pause. You will listen he to He did it have back. a pause, though. He goes, are you guys ready for the cocktail party? <laughs> I'm telling you. I listened back to that sex uh, education one we did. I mean, dude, I laughed so hard at the stupid stories of uh, your dad taking you and Forrest's dad taking you all to the, the lake He was taking us to a surprise party <laughs> to tell us about sex. I laughed so hard. And Ray, Ray goes, see that banana over there? <laughs> I listened to that my wife, and she was like, that's not funny. I'm like, yes, it is. It's hilarious. All right, guys. Have a good weekend, everybody. Those are our locks. Take it to the bank and slam the door or whatever we say. Lock it up. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Sore Loser Show on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, have a good one. That's it. Eh.